Angels are very big, aren't they, in the Christmas story? Angels are very powerful beings. They appear in the Bible quite a lot. But at the first Christmas, their main job is to bring messages. Do you remember that? Uh, uh, One of the angels there said, I live in a realm full of messengers and they can't even communicate. They were messengers. That was their job at Christmas time and other times too. And they brought these messages from God to explain to people what was going on. Explanations. And there were two kinds of explanations that you see in the Christmas events. The first kind is all about what God is doing. Because God was doing something really new, something exciting, something big at Christmas. And these angels were telling people what God was doing. A lot of us today, I think, sometimes think, if only God would do something. And, you know, at Christmas time, 2,000 years ago, the Jewish people were saying just that. If only God would do something. And uh, these angels came with this message that God is now, he's doing something big time. But the other explanation, and that's which is what I want to focus on this morning, they also explained about who it was that was going to be born. Explained who it was. What was this person going to be all about? In the name, they told people, uh, when they gave his name, they told people something about him. So we saw to Mary, now that was a bit of an adaptation of what happened with Mary, but, but the angel was there. Do you remember the angel came with a message to Mary to say that your son is going to be a king? He said God's going to give him the throne of his uh, ancestor David. And now for, for Mary, when she heard about David, in the Bible it says this, it says, He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will never end. When Mary heard the word, a king like David, any Jewish person that thought would, whoa, because David was just the best king ever in their eyes. David was top of the Premier League of Israelite kings. He was the king that was promised. And Jesus, uh, the angel tells um, uh, Mary that this baby that is going to be born is going to be a king and his kingdom will never end. So the first thing that we hear about from the angels about who this baby is, is that he's a king. Now that's kind of symbols of kingship. It's actually, I I don't know whether you've ever seen one. This is a seal. It's a royal seal. It allegedly belongs to the French royal families from you know, three or four hundred years ago. But you know, when a king makes a rule, he stamps sealing wax and that's the seal that says he's ruling and that's the law. So Christmas is about a king being born. That's the first thing that we get. A king is born. And the angels told everyone that, not just Mary, they told the shepherds as well. The wise men, what did they come looking for? A king. They knew as well that a king was going to be born. And as we kind of carry on through our service, just stop and think a minute about us. We need good government, don't we? We long for good government. We long for righteousness, for justice, for fairness. Why? Why do we long for those things? Because plainly, as the human race, we're not very good at it, are we? We're like a bit messed up. There's a problem that we have, that we're out of relationship with God and then we get out of relationship with one another and then things start falling apart. And we need someone to help us. We need a king to rule. And Jesus comes as the king to deal with our messed upness, to bring order and goodness and love into our lives. 
And from our changed lives, as we put our lives in his government, under his kingship, so the world begins to be transformed too. So the message is of the coming king. And here's the first question. Will we let him rule over us? Me, you, us. Are we prepared to welcome the king? So, these angels then, they brought a message about how the baby being born was not just going to be a king, but something else as well. What the Bible calls a saviour, a rescuer. The angel told her, Joseph in his dream, he's to call him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Also the shepherds, remember what the angel said to the shepherds? A saviour has been born to you. Go to Bethlehem, see for yourselves. Now, that's a very dramatic idea. There's a picture of somebody being rescued there from the floods. Now, this isn't this year, this was a little while ago. Um, but we know what it's like, or we've seen you know, that lady in Dorset, you know, trapped up a tree or wherever she was until she was rescued. Or maybe you're in a place where you can't get yourself sorted out. Maybe you've, you've hurt yourself or you're up on a mountain and the, the weather comes down or you have an accident. You need to be rescued. And, and the message is that we need rescuing. And God's given Jesus as a rescuer. So someone in the flood or someone on a sinking boat, they're trapped or they're injured. They have to be got out of the, the problem that they're in, don't they? And, and we need that. We need to be rescued out of the wrong that's in our lives, the mess that we're in. The fact that we've kind of said no to God and we want to ignore him and we want to go our own way. And we need to be rescued from what will happen to us if we carry on that way. Because we'll end up away from God forever. But it's not just that we need to be rescued from something. We need to be rescued for something, don't we? You know, someone in the floods, it's no good if someone comes along in a boat and, you know, and they, get, they say, come on, get in the boat, and they rescue them, and then they drop them off down the river somewhere, and, you know, there's another tree. You can get out here. Will you be all right now? That's no good at all, is it? When you get rescued, you need to be taken to another place, as it were, a place of safety. You're rescued for something. It's going to be different from now on. Some people, I don't know whether you used to see that show... Um, 999, it was on years ago. It was a, a show about people that got rescued. Do you remember that, that show? It's very good. And you have people telling stories of, of, of how they got rescued and some amazing things. Actually, loads of them, though they weren't believers, used to pray and God answered their prayers. But that's another thing. But lots of them said, you know, I've been rescued because this has happened to me. My life is going to be different from now on. And, you know, we've been rescued to be different. We've been rescued for something. To live our lives in a new way, to go in a new direction with Jesus our King. So the angels say, a rescuer, a saviour has been born. The message the angels said is, the rescuer's here. The first, they call them in America, don't they? The first responders. He's here. It's now. God's done something. You can be rescued. We can be rescued. So here's the question for us then is, do we know that for ourselves yet? Will we let him rescue us? And if he has rescued us, have we got the idea that we've been rescued for something? (laughs) To live for him, to live in a new kind of way. Let's pause for a prayer 
So the angels also brought this message to Joseph in the dream. We don't know how they gave it in the dream, whether they actually got into his mind, but you know, you got the idea from the, the sketch there. And what was this message about? Again, it was about a name, wasn't it? It was about who Jesus was going to be. Not just Jesus' saviour, not just rescuer, but that name, Emmanuel, the name we've just been singing. And we, we know what it means because uh, the angel said to Joseph what it means and we just sang. It means God with us. So these angels, they bring these words, these messengers from God. And, you know, words tell us many things, don't they? That's what we use words for, to explain ourselves or to get to know one another or to show kind of what's in our heads or the kind of people that we are. We, we communicate that, don't we, through the words that we use in our speech. Now, in John's Gospel, John was one of the other Gospel writers, he doesn't talk about the story in all its details, but he tells us what it was all about, what the significance was. And he tells us that Jesus himself is the Word, a Word from God. In a person, God comes and he tells us all we need to know about him. He reveals himself to us. He shows us what he's like. And how does he do that? But by coming and living among us. John says in his gospel, the word lived among us. Actually, one translation says this, the word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. The word became a human being. Worked in a carpenter shop died on a cross, left an empty tomb behind. God with us. If we want to know what God is like, if we want to know what God wants for us, if we want to find out how he wants us to be in a, in a place of friendship with him, if we want to know what it means to live a, a life that pleases him, a, li- a life that is filled with his love, then we find it in Jesus. It's all there. In Jesus Christ, the person who is himself the word. God's word. In one sense, God's last word to humanity is the person of his son, Jesus. All we need to know. So the angels brought these messages about this person who is coming to be born as a king, as a rescuer, and as a word from God. All in a person. And that's what Christmas is about. It's first about a person. Uh, the, the, uh, uh, an ad agency came up with a slogan this year, Christmas starts with Christ. It's all in a person, Jesus. I suppose the question for us is how do we respond to this person? God is king. God is rescuer. God in our world. God knowing all that we go through. And some of us have been through some tough things pretty recently. God knows about that. He loves us. He cares. We can come to him for help. We can know his presence in our life. Saviour, king, word, in a person. You know, you can ignore an idea perhaps more easily than you can ignore a person. How do you respond to, you see, the Christian message, the Christmas story, rather, the Christian message, is not just about ideas, it's about a person, it's about God becoming a human being and inviting us into relationship with him. We need to respond to the person, don't we? So, happy Christmas.
is all I need to say. Thank you very much. Let's have a prayer, uh, and uh, Ian is going to lead us in prayer, and then we'll sing our final carol straight after the prayer. Grace is coming too. Thank you. Grace, would you like?